Welcome to the Dallas Soccer Show. I'm Dustin Nation. And in this episode, we'll be discussing FC Dallas's 0-0 draw in Houston on Friday, August 21st. But we're going to change things up a bit this episode. In order to for us to be able to keep up with all the matches that are going to be going on like every four days, uh, we're going to just try something new. We're going to set a timer for 10 minutes. I'm setting it, starting it right now. Uh, and it's going to be like one of those cooking shows that you see on TV where when the time is up, we step away from the mics. Um, yeah, so let's get things kicked off since I did already start the timer. Here with me is Jonathan Ross. Jonathan? Hey, Dustin. I'm going to just... Fun weekend? That, <laughs> well, you would think going to going to Houston and getting a 0-0 draw would be a positive thing in almost any other season, but it's been 169 days now since... FC Dallas scored uh, two games in a row with only one shot on target. They went to Houston, played on a crappy, choppy field for some reason, even though it was the first home Houston match. Um, man, Dustin, I'll let you start. Is there any? Can you take anything away from that first half? Now the first half was it was really something else. I don't really know how to to describe it, but but it just seemed like. Everything was off. The The players didn't seem to have a whole lot of energy. Their passing wasn't crisp at all. They were just, I think I counted, there's one possession sequence or like series of possessions that I was, that I'm thinking about where we got the ball, passed it to, to the other team, to Houston, got it back, and then passed it back to them again. Like, there, there, I'm stumbling for words here because I don't have words. It's, we just, there was no ability to actually possess the ball or do anything meaningful with it at all. Not just like in the final third, just on the whole, the, the field as a whole. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't cohesive at all. I, I'd agree. I mean, and it and it went across all the players, right? So, I mean, if I, it you know, early on you saw, you know, they were trying to push up the right side, right? And I, and I saw, you know, Acosta also pushing into the 18 very early on. And I think the first five minutes, you know, got us a little bit excited um but that was about it right and then the rest of the half was just nothing and, and every and it it seemed like whatever uh, whatever's going around fc dallas with that that timing or lack of cohesive or cohesiveness or whatever it is um it's affecting pretty much everybody on the pitch i mean even even if if you look at the couple of crosses that cannon sent in in that first half i mean they were both off by like you know a foot right and it seemed like that was if there was a pattern the pattern was that when people were trying to move the ball upfield, they they uh, they were missing their target. Yeah, the, the passing was off for sure, and that is probably the most notable noticeable thing. But for me, one of the other noticeable things is just the the I don't know I, I don't on the broadcast Steve Davis said that people are, call it lethar, lethargy, right? They're, they're lethargic, but he doesn't think it's that. It's just that they're off. I'm gonna I'm gonna like push back a little bit there. Because for me, yeah, maybe the the ball's not there and the confidence is not there. But if you watch their off the ball movement, like Jesus Ferreira, I don't know that he, the guy had a sprint in the entire first half of the of the, of the match. Like he, it, there's a whole lot of jogging and ball watching going on when they don't have the ball, and that's the part to me that I would call lethargy. There's just like no effort to try to get into space or try to make something happen when you don't have the ball. Or when you're not directly defending. Yeah, I, I I saw quite a bit of that as well, Dustin. They 
Um, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that they're lethargic or, you know, not trying, right? Um, but there, there's something, there's something going on uh, that, and I don't know if it's the fact that they've been off and on and off and on for all these months and have just never been able to get into a, a good rhythm or, or if it's, heck, it could be after effects. We know that a lot of the members of the team had COVID, right? Maybe this is, you know, an after effect of that is that they just haven't completely come back for to, you know, 100% health that you would expect. But yeah. uh, there, whatever, whatever it is, um, Lucci's got to figure something out uh, and make sure that this doesn't become, you know, four games, five games, six games in a row with this type of, of attack. Yeah. And, you know, there was a little bit of a glimpse of hope in the second half. If we're going to move us along here and talk about the second half, uh, when they brought in Brandon Cervania and Pakistan Pomacol and Fafa Pico. And, you know, you saw the team light, liven up. They were more lively. And it just looked like they were, I don't know, the way I kind of view it is it looked like they were thinking less. It was just they yep. get the ball, they do something with it. There wasn't like, like an over-rehearsed um, progression or script that they had to think about. or And there wasn't – they just played, uh, played fast and loose. And were there any opportunities or tar- shots on target from all that? No. Uh, but it certainly felt a lot easier – to get a nil-nil draw with that second half performance than it did with the first half performance. The, so I, I saw there's 20, 20 good minutes in the entire match from an FC Dallas perspective. It was the first five minutes of the first half, the first five minutes of the second half, and then uh, I think we all got excited when we saw Cervania and Paxton come in and it looked like things were turning around. But even then, when I went, out, when I went back and rewatched the match, it was probably a quick burst of eight, 10 minutes when they first came on that they were really being creative. You were seeing a difference. Um, I didn't see it as much through, through the end of the game. Uh, I think they came in at like the, uh, what, like the 68th minutes like that. Um, you, you know, you, when you rewatch it, your glasses are tinted by the first half again. <laughs> <laughs> well, or you could say in the, in the, when you watch it for the first time, I know that I've been excited. We talked about it in the last podcast about Cervania uh, probably going to be one of those homegrowns that actually has a good chance at getting regular minutes, right? Start starting caliber minutes. So I think I was very excited to see Cervania come on. Um, sure. And so, so part of it too was um, it seemed like such a lift mentally just to see those see those guys on their fresh legs. I agree they were playing well off of each other, um, but. Even then, I, mean, I don't know if starting, for example, if Paxton and Cervania had started, right? Which we know there's health issues, but if they had started, I don't, I don't know necessarily that we would have seen 90 minutes of that or even 45 minutes of that, right? Maybe we, maybe we got 30 in the match instead of 20. It's, it's hard to tell. Yeah. So, I guess you know when I have a reaction like this and I get real. Um, uh, I guess negative in my head. I I like to step back and take a second and think: Is this an overreaction? And you know, I said last uh, last podcast that I'm not going to take anything away from a single match, um, but it's really hard 
I think that that I was more talking about, you know, philosophy wise. We've had three matches in a row where we were really struggling to create chances, and that's a trend to me. And so I'm, I'm, I I feel like it's it's acceptable to have a negative reaction and uh, to maybe have some some doubt going forward. That. I, I, I'm, well, I'm with you. I mean, it, honestly, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, Lucci's trotted out three different formations. Um, he's tried different things in, in each of the last three games. Um, and the result, yes, it's been, you know, two, I, I guess they, they've, they've only allowed one goal in three games. I guess that's positive. Um, but I mean, Looking at it from an offensive perspective and a cohesive perspective, it's been the same thing every match. I think there's more of an excuse when it was Nashville because they were playing so compact. I, I was giving them enough of the doubt that it was just it was it was more of that than it was FC Dallas. Uh, and it, you know, heck, last match we were I, I was joking with you if you were going to guess the prediction of four four because I think we both expected we didn't expect four four, but I think we both expected the match to be much more open mm-hmm. and actually put more than one shot on target. I think, I think both of us would have expected that. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's now a trend and and now it's up to, to Lucci to figure out what do you do? And so I'm going to throw it to you, Paxton, but what, what do you do? Um, <laughs> Wait, me Paxton or you call no, it? Okay. No, no, I mean, what do you do? What is, what is, what does Lucci do? Right. I mean, does gotcha. it, um, <laughs> I thought you were asking me what I would do, but you mistook my name for Paxton. <laughs> Dustin Paxton. You know, you can see you know what I was actually throwing it to, and you can see you can see what what's on my what's on my mind. Um I mean what do you what do you do if you're if you're if you're Lucci, Dustin, what are you doing next match um to make sure that it's not as lethargic as what we saw or lack of or, or cohesive less? Let's go. Um I think about so Colorado coming up on Wednesday afternoon. We're almost out of time here. 14 seconds here. Uh, Colorado's on Wednesday. Um, I think for me, if I'm Lucci, I sit Hara, put in Cobra, and then go back to the things that that uh, got, had, got you success in the first two matches of the season um, up against Philadelphia and Montreal. So what about you, Jonathan? I'll, we'll squeeze in like five, I, ten more seconds here. I, I, I'm I'm with you, Dustin. I think that what you got to do is th- what what FC Dallas lacks. I think right now is confidence, and what they really need is to put some goals in the in the net, some balls in the net, get get some goals. And I think you do that by going back to having a bit more of your older formations, whether whether that be having. Uh, Cobra, Paxton, Cervania, whatever, people who are more naturally ready to play with each other, understand each other's um, interactions. I think that's what I do. Um, and don't worry about fitness, man. I have a feeling if FC Dallas does get a goal, there will be more goals to come. But I think the longer they go in this goal streak, the worse off they're going to be. All right. Well, that is time for tonight, folks. Uh, we will see you on Wednesday night in Frisco if, if FC Dallas is able to turn the tides here. Um, if you like the show, you can give us a subscribe in your podcast app. Uh, we're active on Twitter as at Dallas Soccer Show. He's Jonathan Ross 12, right? 
That's correct. <laughs> and uh, our website, we've got some content that we're trying to put out that's not necessarily a podcast. So if you want to read some tactical analysis articles, I just published one tonight um, about the game against uh, Houston. So that's DallasSoccerShow.com. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's it for tonight. We'll see you guys again after the Colorado match. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening.